The College Football Experience Virginia Tech Hokies 2023 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our very own Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar first place prize. Join today, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code SGPN for $20 off. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, promo code CFBX for $20 off. Uh, so, once again, $20 off Game Time app, promo code CFBX. Rosso brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet only on the DraftKings Sportsbook uh, with the promo code SGP. Hey, folks, this is Bud Foster. You're listening to SGP. Let's let it ride. Hokies 2023 season preview episode. I mean, uh, it's a, it's a, you know, it's an interesting time in Blacksburg. They, they think they got the right guy, it, you know, last year growing pains, but you know, it's kind of expected. I know we talked to uh Bud Foster about that and he, you know, uh, I, I felt like he had kind of tipped his hand a little bit saying, oh, I think it's, we're going to have to be patient, but it's the right guy. Brent prize, the right guy for the job. Uh, perhaps you're wondering who the hell you're listening to. And that's fair. My name is Colby swing database Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. Oh, I mean, this program was rolling for a long time. Frank Beamer had this thing going. And it's interesting. I just read an article uh, the past couple days about it's not all Justin Fuente's fault. It seemed like there was some rifts in the uh, administration with old uh, Justin Fuente. So who knows? But uh, it's hard to follow a legend. And obviously, Frank Beamer, certainly a legend, as he, you know, really got this program rolling. I mean, they had uh, four double digit win seasons out of six years from. 95 to 2000. Then uh, get this in the 2000s. Oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine double digit win seasons in 10 years. And uh, now you have this new era of college football with Fuente. And obviously, you know, uh, that didn't necessarily work out the way you know, people wanted it to work out, but 
now you're in this spot where you got Brent Pry, who was a you know who worked with Beamer and Bud Foster a long time ago, and you know there's optimism. There's optimism around the program. Let's talk about last year before we dive in because I think it's too early to judge Brent Pry. You look at last season, and they only had three and eight. Which, by the way, if you if you took the over on the Hokies, your ticket. Did not you? You should have been able to get your money back because you didn't play eleven game or you didn't play twelve games. Um, but uh, obviously, you open the season at SB Ballard Stadium in Norfolk. You lose to Old Dominion. That's a terrible loss. That's a terrible loss. And you should have probably won that game. I feel like Old Dominion couldn't do anything offensively, but they somehow still found a way to win that game. Now Virginia Tech didn't look great in that game by any means. Kind of looked like shit, but I thought they looked like the better team out of the two. But they just didn't get the dub. Um, and then they got beat down kind of, uh, you know, so they beat Boston college week two, they beat Wofford week three, then West Virginia wins by 23, North Carolina wins by 31 Pitt wins by uh, 16 there. I feel like they rushed for a thousand yards in that game. Even the Miami game. I know you see the score and they say 20 to 14, six point game. No, that was, that was 20 to seven and uh, Virginia tech added a late score, but after the bye week on October 22nd, I thought Virginia Tech should have beaten NC State on that Thursday night. They lose 22-21. Seemed like they had it. They also lose to Georgia Tech 28-27 where I feel like they could have had it. Um they did get beat down by Duke and they beat Liberty. So uh, and then the Virginia game was canceled. The reason why I bring all this up is because I think they probably should have beat three of those opponents that they lost to. And that would put you at uh, a six win team. So sometimes, you know, if, if anything, they only want, they, they beat Liberty by one. So they went, what they went one and four in close games, one and four in close games. And, and that's not including the fact they would have played Virginia. So very easily could have been a seven win team had uh, the season can Virginia wasn't very good. Obviously that tragic situation that happened there. Uh, so I think, you know, some people just saying, Hey, pry, you know, what the hell's going on here? Be patient, be patient. So, um, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. So, uh, all right, let's, uh, let's dive into it here because it's too early to tell, but don't worry. We're going to go through the offense, the defense, the special teams for the Virginia tech Hokies. Take a look at what that will look like in 2023. They went out active in the portal. Uh, which you pretty much got to be these days. And then, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk all about, we'll, we'll grade how they did in the transfer portal. And then we'll go game by game on the schedule and try to forecast how they'll look in 2023. Uh, we also have Michael Barker, AKA college football campus tour is going to join us in a little bit here. Uh, so um, we're going to go through all that, but before we do all that, hopefully you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, subscribe, tell a friend. If not, wherever podcasts can be found, you know, Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. We are the college football experience. And remember, we also host the college basketball experience. I'll be here every single night of the season. Me and Moneyline Mac, former Frank Martin assistant. Um, and, uh, and then uh, yeah, we're going to, we're going to be talking college hoops, but also we have the college baseball experience. The Hokies had a couple had had some good seasons lately. Uh, also the FCS college football experience. Maybe you're a William and Mary or Richmond spider fan. Check us out. And we have the Big 12 experience. Also, those are all separate podcasts, but we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. 
All right. What to tell you that the Virginia tech Hokies 2023 season preview episode is brought to you by game time. Yes. Buying tickets to your favorite events. Shouldn't be that stressful. All right. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all things, you know, sports, music, comedy, or theater that's near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll be having at that very event. Um, and look, you can, yeah, I mean this, they have the game time guarantee. This is fantastic. Uh, the game time guarantee means you'll get the best price possible. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time, will credit you 110% of the difference folks snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account, use the promo code SGPN. I'm sorry. Use the promo code CFBX. Gosh, I keep forgetting that I have my own personal one for this uh, CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply once again. Create an account, rede- uh, redeeming code CFBX for twenty dollars off. Download the Game Time app. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Game Time. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. August is here. You know what that means? And August is almost over. That means it's time to get your fantasy football lineups in. I already did my college football draft for fantasy. Got my NFL one scheduled for this weekend. Time's running out, folks. Get on over to Underdog Fantasy. Get championship ready uh, for your home league by trying out the best ball on Underdog Fantasy. Best ball is like the greatest thing ever, right? All you have to do is one live snake draft, no waivers, no trades. You don't have to keep up with it. Don't got to mow the lawn. You set it and boom, forget it. And Underdog will do all the rest. Try it out with Underdog's Best Ball Mania Tournament, the largest fantasy football contest of all time, with $15 million in total prizes up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million going to the winner. And you want to get in before September 7th because that's when everything locks. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store and sign up with the promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Once again, that's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. Concern with your play? Call 1 800 Gambler. All right. We are back on the college football experience. And uh, here we are talking Hokies and uh, it's a pivotal, I would say it's a pivotal year. I mean, I don't think he should be on the hot seat by any means considering what he walked into. Um, but I just think it's a big year. Um, the uncertainty of the ACC, uh, it, it, the ACC is in this weird spot. There's talking about adding Stanford and Cal uh, and SMU and they have the grant of rights, which is in a way kind of saving them from already being gone, but yet also could be hurting their future. You know, it's kind of a tricky spot, but you want to get your football ducks in a row because I, the, the way that things are moving now, Virginia tech's been a great school lately. So, I mean, over the past 30 years, so I think they'll be fine, but I would worry if I was some of the other schools in the ACC, um, something to note though. And I'm looking forward to that uh, SMU Virginia tech rivalry. I'm catch the sarcasm, uh, the transfer portal. Um, let's talk about what was departing out of Blacksburg cornerback. Cam Johnson hit the portal. Uh, didn't land anywhere. According to 24, seven sports defensive end Kyrie Moiston though, uh, did land at the Cincinnati Bearcats in the big 12 safety. Jalen Hoyle. No relation to Billy Hoyle from white man can't jump. Um, he is in the portal uh, wide receiver. Dallin Wright heads out to uh, rich Rodriguez in Jacksonville state quarterback. Devin Farrell heads out to the Rhode Island Rams. Good FCS school. 
Quarterback Taj Bullock heads out to the uh, Akron Zips and Joe Moorhead. Cornerback Elijah Howard hit the portal. Running back Kenji Christian, uh, he went out to North Carolina A&T. Offensive lineman Nikolai Budjanowski heads out to Boise State. Running back Keyshawn King, I was surprised with this one a little bit, heads out to Western Michigan. Um, also lost defensive end Eli Adams. He went out to North Carolina Central. Safety safety Tyler Matheny hit the portal. Amari Chapman, cornerback, he went out to North Carolina. Just disgusting. In the same conference, I hate that. Quarterback Jason Brown went to Jackson State, where I believe he's the starter down there after Shador Sanders left for TC Taylor. Um, defensive end Matthias Carroll heads out to Kent State, the Golden Flashes. Defensive lineman Desmond Mamudi uh, goes to Rhode Island as well. Wide receiver Jawan Boyd in the portal. They also lost linebacker Keyshawn Artis to Northern Illinois, Thomas Hammock. This one was a big loss. Caleb Smith headed out to Notre Dame, four star transfer, uh, according to 24 7 Sports. Also, four star transfer DJ Harvey at the cornerback spot heads out to San Jose State. That was surprising to me. Uh, defensive end Lakeem Rudolph heads out to Mike Minter and Campbell. And I believe that's everyone they lost. So they did lose some, some, some decent pieces, according to 24 7 Sports. We'll see how much that means. Incoming. They didn't have a lot. There was a lot of traffic here, man. Uh, wide receiver, Daquan Felton from Norfolk State. And, that, and early on, they they went with the some of these FCS guys. Scouting might be might be doing good here. Linebacker Stone Snyder from VMI coming in. Ali Jennings, he's a four star recruit, and if you watched Old Dominion last year, he was like arguably the best player. He comes into Virginia Tech. Can't beat him. Join him? No, I would say if you beat him, join him. <laughs> in this case. Kyron drones, quarterback Baylor. And I thought that was going to be a substantial one. We'll talk more about that. And it still is somewhat of a nice get for the Hokies. Um, they went out and got cornerback Derek canteen from Georgia Southern. That was a great get. four star transfer 24 seven sports, but I watched a lot of Georgia Southern football last year. He could play. I like him. I think he's going to help that defense a lot. Uh, they also got uh, uh Tootin. Who was the star running back for North Carolina A and T? So they what they swap running backs. Let's see how they he plays at this level. But I can tell you this: he popped off screen when you watch A and T football. Shout out to Terrell Furman Jr. He'll let you know that. Um, host of the NBA Gambling Podcast, uh, wide receiver Jalen Lane. Now this guy, if you watched, remember that that game last year where Middle Tennessee went into Miami and beat them by like double digits. And Jalen Lane, I feel like was that wide receiver that was having like ninety-eight yard touchdowns. Uh, left and right. Uh, he comes in. That's a nice get. I like that get right there. Uh, they're definitely going to be able to stretch the field better. The question is, is can the quarterback get it to him? Um, they also brought in Florida defensive end Antoine Powell from the Florida Gators. That's a nice get. And then Gardner Webb, which has a never sneaky good Gardner Webb offensive tackle Clayton Frady. So that's it. But you bring in Jennings. You bring in quarterback depth. Canteen is a good get. Jalen Lane, I think, is a good get. I'm gonna say slight win. Slight win in the portal here. Um, but 
yeah, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the offense and the defense here because uh offensively that was part of the problem. 117th in scoring offense, 112th in rush offense, 102nd in passing offense, charting at the number 119 total offense in America. That is got to get better. I know Brent Pry is a defensive guy, but whew, that's tough right there. Let's talk about it because I thought Kyron Drones was going to be the starter, but I saw that they announced Grant Wells the starter, which surprises me because Grant Wells, Marshall transfer from a couple of years ago, he struggled last year at Virginia Tech. 11 starts, 59% completion percentage, nine touchdowns, nine picks. That's not getting it done. Now, maybe another year in the system, a little more comfortable, perhaps. Either way, I'm a bit concerned because I thought Drones was going to start. Now, maybe it's just the Old Dominion game because they open with Old Dominion. Either way, I'm still concerned. The running back situation, they still have Malachi Thomas and and Chance Black, but uh Tootin, the North Carolina the North Carolina A&T transfer, is penciled in to start. The wide receiver uh, uh wide receiver position in general, you still have Dewan Lofton. Uh you bring in the Norfolk State kid Felton and then Ali Jennings and Jalen Lane I think are the starters. You might catch Steven Gosnell also in the mix. Uh the wide receiver position, I think, is slightly better than it was a year ago. Slightly better than it was a year year ago, and I think it might be a little deeper too. Uh, tight end Daquan Wright is back. He was a freshman a year ago. He's now a sophomore. They have him and Nick Gallo at the tight end spots. Offensive line, you do bring back three of five starting. You also have Jesse Henson. It's got some a little bit of depth, but I'd say this is still a giant red flag as far as this team. Quarterback position, the offensive line. That's what's going to make or break your year. And that's the unknown, I think, breaking them down. I actually think receivers slightly better. Running back room, similar. Uh, tight end, should be a little stronger at tight end. And uh, I think that's, that's what we're looking at. Now, the defensive side of the ball 53rd in scoring defense season ago, 42nd in rush defense, 82nd in pass defense, starting at the 55th best defense. So Brent Pry already getting after it uh, with the defensive side of the ball. Chris Marv with them. Uh, they bring, then this is what I think was really going to get a lot better. I think the the defense is going to continue to be better and better. The defensive line, you return three of four. If you add in the Florida transfer, who st- you know, uh, who started some uh, Antoine Powell, Ryland, uh, but Mario Kendricks, Norrell Pollard, both back at the defensive tackle spot. You're counting on a sophomore and CJ McCray who played in four games a season ago, had one, uh, one start. Uh, you also have Josh Fugo on the defensive line that might give some depth and, and uh, you know, Cole Nelson as well. Linebacking core stone Snyder comes in. He's supposed to start Remember, four year, four year player VMI. Uh, we'll see how he plays at this level, but Kelly Lawson, Alan Tisdale, uh, Keonta Jenkins, all back the whole secondary for the most part, besides the free safety. If you add in the transfer, if you add in canteen, you got canteen Dorian strong, Manser Delane, uh, or is that Delaney? I I can't remember. Uh, strong safety Nasir Peoples, and then you're breaking in a, a, a free safety in Jalen Stroman. Um, I mean, I kind of like the defensive side of the ball. I think they're going to be a lot better. Kicker John Love, Richard freshman back. He was one of two on field goals from a season ago. We really don't know much. They also have Will, Will Ross, punter Peter Moore, 65 punts a season ago. He's back. <sighs> I don't know. It's going to be interesting because I think the defense will be around that same numbers, maybe even slightly better. 
but you got to remember there's no more coastal, no more coastal division. So you're going to get some of those better teams from the Atlantic. <clears throat> and uh, I don't know. It's going to be very fascinating to watch the Hokies this year offense. I kind of thought, kind of thought drones would start. So I kind of think like, okay, one nineteen. they got to be better than that. But I'm still thinking this is probably a unit that's going to be in the one hundreds unless the offensive line is way better than I think. Um, we're going to go game by game on the Hokie schedule. But before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience, Virginia tech Hokies, 2023 season preview episode is brought to you by DraftKings. We've waited all year long. People college football is finally back. All right. And so are the traditions enter Sandman, baby, the tailgates and the great offers from DraftKings sports book right now. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Yes, kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and uh, use the promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposits restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash sports terms. We're also brought to you by SGP Patreon. Yes, Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Make sure to check out our Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests. We have a college football week zero. We got the NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar first place prize. And the guys just recorded their first sports gambling podcast stories podcast just for the patrons, chronicling the birth of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. There's even a Discord channel just for the patrons. Sports Gambling Podcast has and always will give out their picks for free. And the just don't get it twisted. Uh, but the Patreon is just a great way to support the network, fight back against corporate gambling. We've been rocking independence since 2011, folks, and we're, we're just getting started. All right, slash Patreon. That's slash Patreon. All right, we are back on the college football experience. Hopefully, you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience for this Virginia Tech Hokies preview. Remember, we're breaking down all 133 teams with the solo podcast, reaching every team in the land. And if you're watching on YouTube, you see this win total here. Or f- first, shout out Cam Kerr. Great, great graphics. Win total sitting at five. Mm. Well, I mean, I thought they could have won six, maybe even seven games last year. If they'd won all their close games, but that that normally doesn't happen. So maybe five is right. Let's dive into the schedule because I did see the schedule. Uh, Some tricky spots. Let's talk about it. Week one, Old Dominion comes to Blacksburg. ODU has won two of three, but they got destroyed in the portal. I feel sorry for Old Dominion fans. I don't know if Ricky Ronnie's the answer here. Ali Jennings, one of their best players, is now at Virginia Tech. I'll take I'll take Virginia Tech at Lane. Enter Sandman to take down ODU and get it done. Uh, week two, they take on Purdue. Now this is a huge one here. Ryan Walters, brand new head coach of Purdue. This is where it gets interesting because I t- technically think Purdue's roster is better than Virginia Tech's, but the fact that that Lane it makes it interesting. I'll lean Purdue. Uh, just, but, but you know, Virginia tech's home field advantage is legit. It's one of the best places in college football. So uh, I'll go one and one. And then they had to Rutgers all these, they could, op- they could easily open up three and oh, 
but I think it also, I mean, I kind of like it. The fact that it's at Rutgers, if, if it was up to me, I think you'd rather have the Purdue game in West Lafayette and Rutgers in lane. Uh, I'll give them Rutgers. I don't feel good about that play, but so two and one, then they head for some reason they play at Marshall. The non-con is insane this year. No FCS. Um, I actually favor Marshall. I'll say this between Rutgers and Marshall, you're going to lose one of those because they're both on the road. So I, I do think uh, two and two in the non-con and maybe even one and three, uh, but you could also say, I don't think it's that crazy to think four and out game by game basis. I don't think it's that crazy. Uh, I'll say two and two. They're home to Pitt on September 30th. Now I do like Jerkovic coming into Pitt. I think they're just a better team. So I'll, I will lean. Lane gives you an advantage though. You never know. I will go two and three, and then they head to Tallahassee to take on Florida State. Uh, I'll say two and four, and then they have homecoming against Wake Forest. They lose Sam Hartman, but I kind of trust Dave Clawson. I do think two and five is what we'll see here as they head into the bye week on October 21st. Now they do get Syracuse out of the bye week on a Thursday night. I'll give that to the Hokies to get their third win. Then they head to Louisville to take on Jeff Brown. I don't foresee that being a win. Back to back away, they head to Boston College. This game's interesting. There's a winnable game, but the fact that it's on the road, I think I favor BC by about a point. Uh, they come back home for NC State. They should have been NC State a year ago. Brandon Armstrong now at NC State, though. I favor NC State. And then they head to Virginia to take on the Wahoos. I think this is a win. I think they're better in Virginia. So, all together, I give them Syracuse, Virginia, Rutgers, and ODU as wins. Maybe you can talk me into a fifth win in Boston College or uh, Wake Forest for homecoming or maybe Rutgers or Marshall, but I lean under on the five. Uh, it's possible though. I could build you. You want to, what's crazy. This is a, it, it's a hard schedule, but it's also a manageable schedule. If that makes sense hard because you do play 10 power fives, you play a, a, and then your non-con is there's no FCS old dominion who beat you last year. And then at Marshall, which is a tough opponent. So it's a tough schedule in that capacity, but there's winnable games here. Let me build you the best case scenario. Best case scenario, they beat ODU best case scenario. They beat Purdue at home. Best case scenario, they they win at Rutgers. Best case scenario, they win at Marshall. They're four and out going into that pit game. Now, I do think they're probably going to lose that regardless. But pit can pit. We've seen that before. But I'm just going to say they lose to pit. They lose to Florida State. But they are they're four and two. They beat Wake for homecoming five and two. They get the bye week. They beat Syracuse six and two. They lose to Louisville six and three. Then at Boston College seven and three. I mean, I really think like best case scenario is eight and four. Now the only problem with that is worst case scenario. Worst case scenario is like two and 10. I lean on the under with the Hokies, um, but I hope I'm wrong. Uh, you know, Bud Foster's friend of the program. We've had him on a bunch of times. Great guy. Uh, and we love the program. We want to back up where it should be. Obviously Ryan Kramer from the sports gambling podcast network, Hokie alum. A lot of my friends, uh, Hokie alums. So I'm hoping they bounce back and um, go bowling this year. But I think if I had to, I would lean under. Folks, uh, before I get out of here, I had a chance to sit down with Michael Barker, AKA College Football Campus Tour, to talk about Lane Stadium and, you know, his trips to Blacksburg. So with no further ado, here is that interview.
Joining me on the college football experience, Virginia Tech Hokies 2023 season preview is none other than Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour. Uh, Michael runs a Twitter page at CFB Campus Tour. It's 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 phenomenal. If you love college football, it's a must follow. Michael's been to every single FBS stadium, all 133 of them, for a game, not just a visit. And uh, a lot of the FCS, a lot of D two, D three, and he's documented it all via his Twitter account, and it sticks to that. It's not like him talking about the new Slurpee flavor, right? It, it, this is he's, he's, he sticks to stadiums. A lot of times, we'll show the history of the stadium, documents the you know the photo of the game for all the games he goes to, which is insane, folks, because he goes to like five, six, seven games a week when the season's rolling around. Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show talking about Lane Stadium and Virginia Tech, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, Colby. And to me, you know, where there's all these rankings and polls on Twitter, ACC, I'm going to say that Lane is, is my favorite stadium and it's an incredible place to watch a game. So really excited to talk about it. Enter Sandman right there. That's enough right there. But no, uh, their stadium is, I, I went to a Thursday night game back when they were in the big East when Frank Beamer had just built up that program. Unbelievable experience. I mean, I, I think I've been to two, but uh, the, the, w- the Thursday night game that I went to, like the crowd was just rocking. It was everything that's great about college football. I like the fact it's in a small little town, Blacksburg, Virginia. And uh, tell me about the history of the stadium, man. So open in 1965, uh, originally when it opened had 35,000 seats, uh, for a while, they played all their big games before Lane Stadium at a, a stadium called Miles Stadium, and they they did that because they didn't have a big enough stadium to do the revenue. So part of getting Lane on campus was to be able to get bigger crowds and attract that revenue. So it was a big accomplishment. In between 2004 and 2006, the stadium had major renovations, brought the capacity up above 60,000, officially listed uh, around 66,000 now. Uh, they added a massive press box it extends beyond the length of each goal line. So over a hundred yards, uh, really well done. Uh, their, their all-time home record at lane is 236, 93 and six, which is a 71% winning percentage. Uh, you mentioned the enter Sandman intro. It's uh, it started in the year 2000 with the tunnel walk and then the crowd jumping up and down in Metallica, you know, that, that scary song that people don't want to hear, very intimidating. And back in 2007, ESPN did a poll of the top 10 scariest places to play in college football, and Lane Stadium was ranked number two. Damn, that's impressive. That's impressive right there. And look, I get it. After going that Thursday night, that place was rocking. It was fantastic. And uh, yeah, they're just everything that's one of the one of the things that's great about college football is you don't need it necessarily in these gigantic cities. Now I, I like it. I like having both and that's what college football offers. Uh, tell me how many times you've been to lane, man. So I've been to two games there and they were huge contrasts. So 2019, I went to a Thursday night game against Duke and I think they got beat by 30 points and it was demoralizing for the crowd. It wasn't the typical experience, but in 2021, I went to the season opener. They played North Carolina, North Carolina was ranked number 10. Sam Howell coming back as a, a senior quarterback, very high expectations. And it was actually the first game after the COVID season. So, you know, we talk about Lane having such a, the, the importance of the crowd and how much they make a difference. It really felt like a, a celebration to be there. No restrictions, no masks. And 
And so part of it was just being happy to be there, but their defense was really dominant. They picked off Sam Howell three times and they ended up upsetting North Carolina 17 to, t- uh, 17 to 10. And uh, the, everyone rushed the field and uh, I've rushed the field at 10 FBS stadiums. This was the only one where I had someone trying to prevent me from jumping in. All the students were piling in and it's my turn. I'm about to jump in and I felt this tug on my belt and I looked back and it was Usher saying, you can't jump there. And so I said, no problem. I went about 15 feet to the right and then I jumped onto the stadium. So uh, it was fun memories. And, and like I said, it was part celebration to be back at full capacity and then a huge upset because North Carolina had really uh, high expectations for that season. Oh, it sounds fantastic, man. Sounds fantastic. Folks. Get on over to Twitter. Did you hear what he just said? He's, he, he documents all that too. Uh, at CFB Campus Tour on Twitter, Michael. Uh, like I said, he I, I, he was telling me his travel schedule for week one earlier, and I was just like, "What in the hell? Ten airplanes? I don't know how many Ubers, cabs, buses, boats. I don't know." Uh, Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show, and I look forward to uh, to seeing your travels this fall. Maybe one day I'll catch you at Lane Stadium. Yeah. You let me know. This is my favorite ACC stadium. I'll be there anytime. Yeah. Thank you, man. And uh, have a wonderful night and best wishes on the season, man. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Anytime, man. Take care. Michael Barker lane. Look, I've been to lane lanes, rocking lane is the passionate fan bases. Uh, you know, the passionate fans in Blacksburg, Virginia. That's one of the reasons why college football is the fucking best. All right. Love catching a game. I remember that intro out of uh the one game Michael was talking about North Carolina, there's like that meme or that gif going around the internet where the place is just fucking rocking. I remember watching that live thinking, good God, it's college football, baby. It's back. Look, I'm on the under. I don't feel great about it. I mean, I want Virginia tech to be bowling. All right. I think five and seven is probably what's going to happen. I lean if I had to, I think four and eight is more likely than six and six by a little bit. So I will go with the under folks subscribe to the college football experience and uh, look, give us a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. I can't wait to watch this uh, season and, and to see if uh, you know, see if they can uh, hit the over here and see if Grant Wells is improved in that offense. I think he might be to beat out drones. Uh, but yes, give us a follow, uh, you know, subscribe wherever podcasts can be found. iTunes, Spotify, all this stuff. We are the college football experience. Remember I also host the FCS college football experience, the college basketball experience, the college baseball experience. And we have the big 12 experience. Now all those podcasts, separate podcasts. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe over there. Hop on over to iTunes. Give us that five star review already, folks. And uh, yeah, let's go. All right, check out the sports gambling podcast as they break down all thirty-two NFL teams. So if you're a, I don't know, where are you at? Are you a Ravens? Are you a Washington Redskins? Are you Carolina Panthers fan? Go check it out. Go check them all out. Maybe the Tennessee Titans. I don't know. Check it out though. All right, folks. Until next time, this is the college football experience, Virginia Tech Hokie style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.
Choose.